You're listening to the Fuck Yeah Nation Network. Welcome to Robert Land. That's right, your favorite not safe for work comedy theme park podcast. And I'm your host, Robert Thompson, comedian, musician, theme park phonologist guy. What's up, everybody? Hope everyone's staying safe out there. We sure are on a wild ride, we are. Uh, look, we've got a fun one today. And I want to take you guys to a magical place, all right? With this show, I want to give us some escapism, you know? And uh, I mean, we do get real. This is about theme parks and life, so it encompasses all that. But uh, this one's a fun one. This one was right the week of the lockdown, right before shit got serious, you know? But uh, yeah, me and Miss Lori Roggenkamp uh, have a ball on this episode. She's hilarious. I met her years ago doing improv uh, with our buddy John Shevsky. And she was a killer then. She's a killer now. Um, just great at everything. I mean, she did stand up and she's hilarious. She's an act. She acted in her music video and stole the thing. Super funny in it. Um, my band, Digging Up to the Microwave Ovens. I touch myself. Look it up. It's a ball. Um, it uh, is a fun one. And I'm also excited because we've got, at the end of the show, a song from our buddies and Undercover Monsters. Of course, we had uh, David from Undercover on an earlier episode, and so we're going to play one of their songs at the end of the program, uh, and they are fun. So get ready. <laughs> yeah. Um, put on your helmets. Do whatever you need to do. Uh, I want to take you guys to some magical places. But before we get to me and Mrs. Uh, Lori Roggenkamp, we're going to have a uh, little fun call right now. I thought it'd be kind of fun to check up on one of my friends. Uh, he's also been on the show. Hilarious comic, Nate Hurd. You may have seen him on American Horror Story. Uh, you may have seen him on TikTok, which he's blowing up on right now. But uh, yeah, we're going to check in on Mr. Nate Hurd and then uh, Miss Lori Roggenkamp. So here we are with... Me and Nate heard. I'm going to call him right now. <laughs> Be patient, motherfuckers. What's up, dude? How you Nothing. doing? <laughs> yeah, I just did the intro there, but uh, I uh, introduced you. You know, obviously you've been on the show before, but a lot of stuff has happened uh, since we last had you on the show. You know, a couple like, things. Yeah, a few a little things. Uh, but you know, you know, right after, I think right around the time that that show came out, you were like blowing up on, on TikTok. Um, and I think that's so great, man. Cause it's something that you can do right now. <laughs> like, yeah, but, uh, I know, you know, you've been doing comedy for years and I'm sure like everybody aching to get back on stage, man, <laughs> absolutely i mean how how many nights were you, were you getting up just night like pretty much every night for for years no i mean like the first the first like five to, to to seven years i was pretty much getting up you know an average of like three times a night two to three times a night you know six to seven nights a week yeah and then uh it kind of falls back when I started getting a little bit more shows and 
and now my the the sets are longer now yeah but uh, like the time is still around the same you know what i mean like mm-hmm. instead of going up five times in one night for three minutes a spot now i just do one set that's you know a 30 minute spot but i don't have as i don't get as many sets but but now i mean i've gone what is it almost almost i mean it's getting it's two and a half months now yeah of not being last time i was on stage was uh was march 13th it was friday the 13th which is ominous as shit i know uh, but, <laughs> but that was the last time that i was on stage and this is the longest i've ever gone without doing comedy since i started yeah man that's crazy did uh jason did uh did Voorhees get up and kill that night <laughs> man he destroyed it yeah man yeah he killed that shit i i uh was thinking of of some fun stuff man because i know you're you're a big fan of the the disney parks and disney films and uh i had a question for you this is something that kind of blew my mind and so out of mickey and friends out of like donald goofy mickey Minnie, daisy uh pluto which one do you think has had sex that we all know has had sex? Which one do we think has has definitely had sex? Yeah, there's one in that group of uh, group of homies that have actually we all know that has gotten down at some point and nutted inside of uh, anthropomorphic character. <laughs> well, I, I know that I I would honestly say that it would be, in my opinion, um, it would be Donald or Goofy. Okay, so you are definitely on the ball there. It is goofy. It is goofy. Uh, I figured it was goofy, and here's here's why here's why I said Donald. I said Donald because he was in the Navy, and I said Goofy <laughs> because Goofy's the only one that wears pants. <laughs> <laughs> why Why do you think it's it's goofy? Because he wears pants. He's the only one because like because Mickey wears shorts, but yep. if you look at it, Goofy's the only one who's actually seen of as an adult mickey and minnie are kind of look at, at, at like like these teens you know yeah. what I mean? like these wacky teens donald is a begrudgingly old man pluto's a dog that doesn't actually talk but but goofy is actually he's just a stupid adult yeah <laughs> yeah he's he's definitely a character and i i actually you know why it is goofy though for real it's because he's dealing with a kid in all of the like canon, the only one with the kid, Max. Oh, yeah, that's Max, why. Yeah. So he got down, but his wife died of, can- of dog cancer or something. I don't know what happened to her. Poor, you know, Max's mom. I don't know. I don't remember if they explained that, but it's like alluded to that she's not there. Yeah. But, but, uh, oh, Goofy my, one of my favorite Disney movies. Oh, yeah. Goofy movie is a classic, man. I, that movie, like, it's got, it's a road trip movie. You know, it's got heart. It's got songs. It's got Great that. Music. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's his, oh, fuck? Bruno Mars before Bruno Mars is uh, in it. Campbell. <laughs> yeah, so good. Yeah, no, I, that movie's amazing. Yeah, I think uh, it, it's it's a trip though. Yeah, because Donald only has his nephews, and then Mickey and Minnie are just like I. I think they're in like a polyamorous. Situation? Couldn't you picture that? I don't know why I could see that. They seem like I freaky. Like, I feel. Like I, I always just pictured Mickey, Minnie in this eighth grade relationship, and Daisy and Donald <laughs> just hate fucking the shit out of each other. <laughs> I can see that. Uh, yeah, just going at it. 
Yeah. While Chip and Dale are just watching at the window. <laughs> Real kinky shit. <laughs> Man, no, this is see, this is beautiful. We, you know, there's there's uh, a lot of romance in the, the Mickey and Friends, and a lot of uh, love being made, and uh, Goofy Dude, apparently. I feel like everybody's first crush was a Disney character. Yeah, I had a friend that loved Nala. Of course she loved Nala. I fucking fell in love with Gadget. <laughs> oh, oh man, rescuers, right? Or uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Rescue Rangers. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I totally, I totally know what you're saying. Yeah, man. There's a lot. I, ah, oh, man. I'm trying to think of what other characters are pretty oh, fine. Dude, I mean, like you're, you're. I'm, I'm, I'm ten years older than you, so it's gonna be <laughs> like. Roxanne from the Goofy movie was probably one that fucking people got into. Oh yeah, um, I I know that. Uh, uh, Jessica uh, Rabbit, dude, what the fuck? Oh, dude, Jessica Rabbit tore everybody up. That was <laughs> adult kids. Everybody was like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, dude, holy smokes! Yeah, Jessica Rabbit. Who, who else? Uh, oh man, uh, Bell. Bell was. Oh, uh, Bell. Bell was cute. Uh, Ariel. I had a huge press on Ariel. Um. Uh, who uh, Mulan? I was deep into Mulan. Oh man, Pocahontas was okay. I didn't think Pocahontas. I didn't really have a cute, huge crush on Pocahontas, but I definitely <laughs> had one from for Mulan. Um, I know chicks love Robin Hood from the seventies. Of course, dude. Did you hear the like actual story of Robin Hood? Uh no, <laughs> I I mean it's been forever. Kevin Costner. The, no no no, no, oh, no. Okay, I mean, yeah. Like, like, apparently, <laughs> it was a book and it was dark and it was. The only person who didn't age in Neverland was Robin. And he would kill the Lost Boys when they got too old. And the pirates, including Captain Hook, are all Lost Boys that escaped Peter Pan and are on a mission. That's why they're trying to kill him. That apparently is the actual story of uh, of Peter Pan. I thought that was crazy. That is twisted. Yeah, there's a lot of morbid kind of... Uh, 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 original stories, especially Grim, all the yeah. Grim, yeah, oh, dude, oh, they're terrible. yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're Cinderella, shit. Cinderella's oh, fucked yeah, up, dude. did a tear per feet, up story. <laughs> yeah, that one, um, yeah, they had to like destroy, what is it, the the wicked, fugly stepsisters, like they they like broke their feet to to fit in the slipper or attempt to fit in the yeah, slipper. I think they- they they broke their feet. They actually broke their feet to sl- to slam it into the. They did that. The uh, what's that? The Chinese mend or whatever that thing is, where they like break their toes, in China. Yeah, it's sad. But- yeah, <laughs> whatever that shit is. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they, what was another? A Snow White. I know. Oh, no, dude. Oh, Quasimodo. Uh, Hunchback. Oh, but that. But even Disney couldn't make that one. Like. <laughs> <laughs> the movie uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame is phenomenal, but even Disney, like, they were like, we don't, we can't make this a bright and happy story. It's just, it's just not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so even when you see the movie, you're like, oh, this is really dark. Totally. Like, yeah. yeah that... Not a happy story, bro. No. Well, you know, in the, the original story, uh, Esmeralda did not, she was not even fake happy with Quasimodo. Like, she was, she was super nasty to him. Like, uh, you know, really? yeah, she she would call him a freak and stuff. And then at the end of the book, he uh, when she when she dies, Frollo or whoever is the bad guy, Froyo, I don't know. He he, he kills her. And then Quasimodo uh, has sex with her corpse. 
Um, Are you fucking serious? I'm dead serious, dude. No oh. one talks about this, but it's like, yeah, there's narcolepsy, nar- narcolepsy, fuck necrophilia and that shit. Dude, I think I'm going to start. A, I think I'm going to start a TikTok where I just tell the real stories of Disney movies. Oh man, that's great. Yeah, they're all they're all. Wait, dude, that's, that's fucked gnarly. up. I gotta go read that one. I gotta yeah. Read up <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Little Mermaid turns to sea foam. She like commits suicide and turns into sea Wait, foam. What? Yeah, I'm not even exaggerating. These are the real <laughs> OG. Wait, or- she turns into sea foam. She commits suicide. Yeah, because she can't be with Johnny, whatever the dude's name is. She yeah, she, so she kills herself and <laughs> turns into sea Jesus foam. Jesus Christ, well, dude! Like, um, I think it's because like even Disney, like some of the. Disney just has a really is really good at making them bright. But if you look at like the Lion King, oh. Scar was eaten alive by hyenas at the end of the movie. Like that, they, <laughs> that's what Disney did with it. Yeah, they basically made Hamlet, which is not a happy tale. No, <laughs> <laughs> they just did it with lions. Like the the last uh, Disney got in trouble with Tarzan because the dude they hung the dude at the end of the movie. Oh shit! I just realized that's like crazy. Like he's hung on vines, and they show like the outline uh-huh. of him hanging in the back. <laughs> Damn, Disney's got no chip. I fucking love Disney. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. They're, <laughs> they're fun, man. It's fun to look back at this stuff. But uh, no, dude. Well, this is cool. Thanks for uh, talking to me uh, and catching up, man. Um, Absolutely, dude. Yeah. Heck yeah. Well, you. De- I definitely recommend you start those real fairy tale. Uh, TikToks, that'd be sweet. I'm gonna do some research, yeah, because that's fun. That's yeah, fun. oh yeah, totally. Well, uh, dude, yeah, man, I hope stay safe out there. Uh, too, yeah, man. Well, um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll definitely go to Disneyland one of these years. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I, I don't care when it is. Um, It'll happen. Yeah, It'll definitely. definitely, man. I actually, this is a this is a segment I'm gonna set up right now where uh, people send in some fun theme park memories and we get some special guests. Uh, you like theme park memories, don't you, Nate? Of course I love theme park memories. Well, we're going to go to that right now. So I appreciate all of you who, all of my legions of fans who've sent in voicemails sharing their favorite stories. So we're going to go right now to theme park memories. Theme park memories. Hey, Robert. First time, long time. Calling in to complain about my worst theme park experience. I forgot the name of the park, but you know, it's, everybody wants to be Disney World now. So I show up one day and I, they're shocked that I hadn't bought a ticket online. So I have to wait in line for forever to buy a ticket. Then I go over and I have to wait in a long line just to go through the metal detector. You know, why are there two lines? But so it's an hour now and I'm just now getting in the park. And it's one of those places that had a ton of food options, but basically no rides. Food was super expensive, which is typical. But so I finally find a ride. I get in line, and of course the people at the Fast Pass get to go first. But I finally get in my seat. It's one of those, they go up and down, they check your seatbelt. Like, I'm not going to put that on, the one thing holding me in place. And it's one of those roller coasters that just starts off going full speed and sends you straight up a hill. So I put my hands up going up the hill, and then we level off. Uh, no downhill or anything, like no flips, no anything, just for three hours going straight. And then we hit the downhill, we hit the brakes, roll back to the station, this is the worst part. I get off the ride, go to get my stuff out of the cubby, and all of a sudden we're in Dallas-Fort Worth, and the restaurants are all different, I can't find where I parked. Theme park memories. Uh, hi, so uh, I don't normally complain, I'm just not a complainer, but this is, I couldn't hold this in any longer. Um, last year, I was, as you guys know, I'm very sensitive to 
auxiliary sounds and uh, flashes of light. And I think of myself as a very strong person, but I'm, I'm very when things flash loud and, and the sounds it, it it puts me in a bad place. But I had a friend convince me, and uh, Lori, um, she convinced me to go to not scary farm and i kept saying i don't want to be scared i'm i'm not i'm not someone that wants to be scared and she said no it's not scary farm it's that's what they, they call it. it's not scary farm she said that we won't be scared because it's not scary and i i trust her and i went and i'm currently undergoing um, a lot of therapy um post-traumatic stress disorder because there was a, a man and he had, he had a very scary mask on and his fingers had metal they, they clanged I, 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 I can't even put my silverware away after doing the dishes because the clanging the, 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 the clanging the, the clanging I, I think I also got food poisoning from a funnel cake but I just just wanted I just if you, if you tell Lori I said hello theme park memories hey Robert um, I love the show just calling in with some memories I lived in Southern California just like a million of your guests so I probably have all the same stories but I remember cat Castle Park, Camelot, um, they used to call that Scamelot because kids are gross, and then, um, uh, yeah, Camelot and Bullwinkles used to be by the freeway, you could just hit miniature golf balls into the freeway, and then that's hilarious, and then, um, <clears throat> I, um, I remember good times in, uh, Disneyland, I, I went everywhere, not very far, the cowboys, the heart beating on the thing, that, guy talking to you in the jail. I watched the Ninja Turtles live show at Knott's Ray Farm. <laughs> um, in, in Disneyland, I remember going on a date with these girls, and it was like drunken, sexually charged time. It was amazing. And um, I remember you know, grad night being on mushrooms in Toontown, and that was freaking scary, especially when it starts getting dark, and they start saying, get out of here. You, um, we it, it, it was very emotional, but they're probably just saying, hey, it's closed right now, you gotta get out, but it's freaking, ah! Yeah, and um, I got to go on the Lily Bell, which is like this train car that was made for VIPs and celebrities, and um, the odds of you going on that ride is like, you'll probably never go on that ride, it's like real VIP or exclusive or some shit. Um, so, yeah, some amazing things, but my favorite thing is um, that happened was, you know in the Penny Arcade, that Pinocchio game where you make him dance? That thing's awesome. Theme Park Memories. Robert, how you doing, buddy? This is Steve Byrne. Yes, I do have a funny theme park story. Uh, by the way, congratulations on your podcast, Robert Land. Um, so, I was in, every summer, in, I grew up in Pittsburgh, and every summer we would go to Kennywood, theme park and Kennywood I believe is the home to the oldest roller coaster in the country I know it's I know there's something historic with the the fact that it's the only wooden roller coaster that's still left in the country and I believe it might have been the first Uh, I could be wrong about that but, but anyways we used to go to Kennywood all the time and I was in eighth grade every summer our school Hampton High School or Hampton School District would have like a Hampton Day at uh, at this theme park. So we, we, we went to the theme park, and I was in eighth grade, and I met this girl, Courtney, in eighth grade. And I thought, oh, my God, this is the first girl that might actually think that I'm, <laughs> that I'm cute or something. 
So I ended up kind of hanging out with her for a ride or two. And then my friend told me, he's like, hey, you got a huge nose hair hanging out of your nose. And I was like, oh, I, and I thought, I thought he was just joking with me because I was hanging out with this girl. I was like, okay, good one, good one. So I went on this ride with the girl again. And then I, I never kissed a girl. And I thought, I guess this is probably when it's going to happen, right? So I went in to kiss her and she backed off. And I was like, what's, uh, what's wrong? And she said, oh, you got this huge nose hair hanging out of your nose. And then she dusted me. She left me. And you better believe I ran to the bathroom and saw this huge nose hair protruding out of my nose. Uh, and I pulled on it and yanked it. And I got totally cock-blocked by a nasal hair that was coming in in eighth grade. And I did not get my first kiss until I was a senior in high school. So pretty sad, tragic story. But that all happened at Cannywood. And every time I think of Kennywood Theme Park, <laughs> I always think about that nose hair and how my life might have been a little different if little Stevie Byrne had a little more confidence with the girls. But no, no, he had a nasal hair. All right, buddy. Best to you. Theme Park memories. Whoa, Steve Byrne. Heck yeah, everybody. Man, this show is just getting crazy popular. Our legions of fans just sending everything they can. It feels good. No, really, I appreciate everyone that uh, sends in their theme park memories and everyone, all of you listening. I mean, seriously, fuck, man. There's a lot of butt-fucking assholes out there, and you guys aren't them. I mean, if you fuck butts, I ain't going to judge you. We've all experimented, or we've all do it all the time. Someone's fucking a butt right now. Uh, I'm definitely not going to be able to sell this show. But, uh, hey, (laughs) Uh, this next part of the program is one of my favorites. Uh, It is a very informative segment with our friend, Mr. Zach Hillman. Uh, We're going to go to that, uh, which is called Theme Park Minute, and then me and Miss Lori Roggenkamp. So sit back, relax, enjoy your Theme Park Minute with Zach Hillman. This is Theme Park Minute with Zach Hillman. It isn't always possible to secure your loose items, especially on upside-down roller coasters. In fact, Cedar Point in Sandusky, Ohio, is usually able to scrape together about $2,000 between lost change and what people throw into their fountains. Every year, Cedar Point takes that money and donates it to a different worthy charity. It sounds sweet, but those sadistic bastards only do it to watch non-profit employees sweat counting every last penny. Well, bet you didn't know that, did you? Here I am, with me and Miss Lori Roggenkamp! Alright, how you doing? Good, how are you? I am very, very good. Yes, yes, that's that's my voice these days. Um, I've been watching a lot of uh, taxi... um, Really, I've been watching a lot of Cheers. Really, I'm at I'm just uh, I'm mid- middle way into season nine. Dang it! How many seasons did I go? Eleven. From? Eleven seasons. Yeah. So is it like uh, late late eighties or something? I don't know when. Yeah, it... mid mid to late eighties, early nineties. They ended in nineteen ninety three. Man, I I remember when that ended. It was like a monumental. I mean, we were kids, but it was yeah. like 
It was like a big thing. It was like that and the Menendez brothers. Yes. <laughs> People, <laughs> I remember those. And uh, yeah, it was it was a fun time. You know, I was thinking about it. And I remember like this is, you know, 9-11 was a giant. That was a, that was a, a life-changing, earth-changing thing, especially for us in America. Yes. And it felt like, like innocence was kind of lost of the 90s. And yeah. for us as kids, you know, because we were, we, were, we were kids. We're the same. I'm born in 86 also. Yeah. So, like, but it's funny now because I looked back at the 90s. And I'm like, it wasn't really that innocent. We were just kids. Like, because they had, there was, like, a lot of awful stuff happened in the 90s. The Unabomber. Yeah. Like the you know the Menendez brothers, the Menendez, OJ, yeah OJ. It was like a did Columbine did that happen in yeah, the nineties? It was ninety eight or nine. Because I just remember that right at like dusters were a huge deal when I was in junior high and high it, school, and then after that, like that was a big like it it went from being a really cool look to like oh you're a sociopath <laughs> if you wear a duster. <laughs> Wait, duster like uh like like, like one a, of those long jackets. Oh, that's yeah. what dusters are. Yeah. That's the name? I yeah. didn't know that. A trench trench coat is trench coat, yeah, trench coat dust dusters are like they're like the flowy ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like um I I just remember they're, they're, I call them tree stump pants. Yes. Kind of. Right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember uh we were going up north uh to see my grandparents and we stopped at like a, this uh playground that was really hot i remember it was particularly hot and there was a kid not wearing pants and looked like it burned him really bad i don't know why there wasn't <laughs> pants in that child but there was probably because of the burns yeah yeah <laughs> yeah he's going for a guinness book of, yeah. uh of an illegal guinness book of world records i don't know yeah. uh, <laughs> and that man was robert downey jr <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he grew up to be just fine yeah yeah but no there was a there was a dude in like I think we called it, there's a term we call it graver. It was like gothic raver because he had like okay. a corn shirt and like pants. And, you know, I, I I was like almost scared of how like free this man was. You know, he was hanging out with this giant tree pants and just being himself. Um, yeah. But uh, and he's also Robert Downey Jr. Uh, <laughs> today. <laughs> there is a level of that where I feel like like when I, I remember when I was a kid watching like a homeless man on the street, like just like jazzercising or doing whatever they do, you know, speaking mm-hmm. to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking that guy, that guy's free. And now I feel like now that I'm older, I'm like that guy might kill somebody <laughs> or has killed somebody. <laughs> yeah. You never know, especially spending any time in Los Angeles or Southern California, really. Uh, at, like, Cause you grew up in Orange County. I grew right? up in Anaheim. Yeah, I actually grew up. So the house that we're in now, mm-hmm. which is the house, my aunt's house, which is where she grew up, which is where my grandma lived. And then like over, there's like an overpass right over the overpass. That's, that's where my house it was that I grew up in. So I'm literally uh-huh. like five minutes away from my house. Is that house still in your family or no? No, no. Oh, it's, okay. It was sold to, uh, to another family. And uh, my parents now live in Yorba Linda, which isn't too far. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, the um, like the the homeless uh, in Fullerton and Anaheim. Like I remember the Angel Stadium. They had like a a big. It was like a they had a almost like a Skid Row thing. Yeah. And then they, it's sad. And uh, yeah, I don't know what they're doing with that. Um, I don't know what happened, but they like eminent domain the homeless people. I don't know what they did. 
But I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it wasn't a good look for a baseball, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, I, don't know. I, I just remember when I would go to Angel Stadium with my dad and we'd walk out, all the homeless people, their thing was sort of like, hey, man, my car broke down. Can I have some money? And so growing up, like I always just felt like homeless people were just like, their cars just didn't work. <laughs> like, I just was like, like, I was yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Their kids are stuck. There's yeah. actually a guy that I work with that I always talk about, uh, his kids being stuck in a car and he said he lived under a bridge. And I remember I was thinking like, is this he part troll or I just thought of like, sort of, uh, I, I don't know, just a troll under a bridge always came to mind. Like, I'm like, man, this guy might be like mythical yeah. or something. He also kind of resembled it and he would swear at all the soccer moms. Um, but he, uh, you know, he's doing well now. He's in the Iron Man films. Uh, <laughs> he's Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> God, but, uh, we, we have a lot of run-ins with, with old Rob Down. Yeah, Rob da- Actually, he was in prison uh, in my hometown of Chino. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was and, that when he was found in that person's house? Or? Um, probably, yeah. Because okay. that was, yeah, that was like his low point. And it was, I remember I, that's when I started doing public access and um you know oh, in, in, yeah. in the late 90s i was 12 years old i started doing sketch comedy you know whatever uh in at, at uh, the local cable studio and uh, i remember that like the day the first day that we sh- uh, started filming that that's when my mom's like, oh robert Downey jr is down the street because it was literally down the street from the prison that he was in oh really and i guess that's right when he like got in it's kind of crazy correlation there but uh and our mutual uh, buddy, Mr. John Shevsky, was also on a show on that channel yeah. at the time. And I, and I didn't know him yet, but I remember seeing him on it. And then I met him like playing in bands. And he was hilarious then. Uh, but yeah, it's funny because me and you, the, I think I met you 15 years ago or something yeah. doing UCB, yeah. uh, taking those classes. Was that your first UCB class? I think it was level two, so I think it was okay. my second. So I, because okay. I remember being like, "Don't worry, guys, I got this." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. and it was like such. I was such. <laughs> I had such an ego. So yeah, it's it's so funny because I was like that too. Because I, you know, I did sketch comedy uh, in public access, and I was like, oh, "I'm ready. I could do this. This is yeah." But it, yeah, it, it was definitely somewhat intimidating. Because public f- access is just literally just rolling with the punches, yeah, yeah which yeah. is like just rolling with people calling you a piece of crap for <laughs> however long you have a show. Yeah, which it builds character, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> and it kind of prepares you for the uh, you know the world. But uh, I definitely I, I enjoyed my time, but I I didn't do it for long, and I kind of kicked myself for that. I mean, it's never too late uh, to go back to, uh, I, I, but. It was a fun time. We had a pretty crazy class. I think Felicia Day was in our class and uh, John and Josh Slocum. Yeah. That was like our, I think that was the, yeah, level two maybe. But uh, yeah, I remember. That was a fun class. That was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that was like when UCB was, it was like this, I mean, not that it isn't. It's still like, but it was like the the hot place. Yeah. Like how the comedy store is right now for stand-up. Like that was the improv like hotbed at the time. I remember like, yeah, it was, it was the place. Yeah. You you would get people like, they would say, Oh, I I'm coming here because my manager, my agent told me I have to go to UCB. Yeah. And I'd be like, Oh, I'm just here. Cause I like to make dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. It, it was, it was like that. I remember there was a lot of, 
you know, actors or what, uh, CEOs. I don't know. Yeah. It was, yeah. Just a, it was a it was, crazy amount of people Yeah, from like all different walks of life. Yeah. And then you would get the homeless guy who we were like, how'd you scrounge up 350 <laughs> bucks to, <laughs> to pay for this class? And you're like talking about how you don't have a home and it's like, uh, maybe you should put a down payment on an apartment or something. Yeah. Maybe the improv class wasn't the best choice right now. You <laughs> yeah, know? I yeah. mean, maybe he just, maybe he needs direction. Maybe he's like, uh, improv might help me, uh, you know, yes. And my life, you know, yes. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, that was fun. And then of course, years later, John, our friend, John Chesky, uh, he directed a music video for my band, Dick Neptune and Microwave Ovens. Yeah. And that was an amazing cast of characters. Uh, and you did, you, you knocked it out of the park in that video. That was so hilarious. Oh, uh, it was a great, I yeah, loved it. Yeah, he, because we wanted to make it like awkward and just like, you know, capture just the kind of offbeat sense of humor that I have. Yeah. Because everything I do, it has to go through a funky filter. And that song, you know, it's a the Divinals classic, I Touched Myself. And it, when uh, when a woman, when she sang it, I feel like it's more like liberating and beautiful. But when a guy sings it, it's just more pathetic. Yeah. And like, it just, but yeah, it was so great. You're so. It's more of a confession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than, yeah. than, a, than like a proclamation. It's yeah. more like a, oh, I touch my shelf. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but that was, that was really fun. And um, yeah, he definitely. Uh, he did a great job. Yeah, yeah. I just, that was a lot of fun. That was one of those things where I was like, man, this is. Like I was like, my knees were beat up everything, but I was like, I would do it over and over again. Yeah. It, it was just so fun. Yeah. Yeah. And a great team. Uh, you know, I, cause over the years I've got to meet before I did stand up per se, like I've worked on all these projects with John and Kamel and met a lot of John's like comedy buddies. And, uh, Nate Hurd was always someone that he's so hilarious and I, I, he's taken off on TikTok right now, actually, which is great. Really? Yeah. He has like 2 million views in some of his videos. That's crazy. And it's so well-deserved. Like, I'm so happy for him. But yeah, That's it's, awesome. It's, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. I have, My cousin has like a crazy oh, amount really? of followers on TikTok. Yeah. yeah. So. I, I need to do something. I need to get into like, I like to dance silly. Maybe I'll just like dance silly in a, I don't know. That's uh, TikTok, man. You should do it. Off a cliff or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that fun new app where you dance off a cliff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sadly, I can see that's where it's going. Yeah. But, uh, so, so you grew up in Orange County. Obviously, yeah. there's a hotbed of theme parks. Oh and yeah. Legendary theme parks that people like spend their whole life savings to go to. Do you remember what like your first theme park memory was? Like where you went as a kid? Uh, I remember uh, obviously uh, Disneyland yeah. was one of the ones that I went to. But for me personally, I think. I had a lot more fun at Knott's Berry Farm yeah. when I was a kid. I remember Knott's Berry Farm because it was like Knott's Berry Farm had this has this like Wild West kind of theme to it, and I remember loving like we you would go. They have this show there where it's they invite somebody from the audience. You think it's somebody from the audience. It's a plant, but they invite somebody from the audience, and it's this Wild West show. And throughout the course of the show shit gets real and like everybody <laughs> dies <laughs> and it's like one of those things where it's like you would think that like this is not a show you should show children but i was like i loved it oh yeah i would want to go and watch it all the time um anytime we were there i i like the my brother was more into rides i was more into like the show showmanship of the of the knott's berry farm 
Yeah. So that was what I loved about it. Yeah. They did a great job with like having like, they'll have blacksmiths or yeah. whatever. Like make you really feel like you're in, you know, like when you're digging for gold, they have, they hired that homeless guy. To, yeah, you know? <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> yeah, Robert Downey Jr. I remember getting in an argument with a girl at soccer practice one time because I had bought an, a bracelet uh, that was from an Indian princess at, at Knott's Berry Farm. And the girl at Knott's Berry Farm was like, it's not from an Indian princess. And I was like, it is. It's, it is from an Indian princess. <laughs> and I flipped her off and I got in trouble. Because <laughs> I was like, nobody's going to tell me. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Man, did you, do you remember uh, the, the food at Knott's Berry Farm? That, for me, that's like... Uh, it's it was so, the funnel cake, right? Yeah, the funnel did cake. You, Oh my gosh, uh, it is so good. Yeah, the uh, the the chicken house too. Chicken was great. Yeah, I think I developed uh, diabetes um, from Knott's <laughs> Berry Farm. Uh, yeah, those biscuits too. Um, I could use. They them had as ribs too. Yeah. yeah, the ribs are good. I worked when I was in high school. I worked at a bur- the burger place, the uh, Bigfoot Broiler, which I think it's called something else now. Oh, because I don't think Bigfoot Rapids. Bigfoot Rapids was like their rapid ride where yeah. they, you would get wet. I think it's called something else now. But I worked at Bigfoot Broiler, and they would make like a vat of burgers and hot dogs, and they wouldn't. You wouldn't sell like nearly as much and so we would divide it up at the end so i would bring a gym bag and i would fill a gym bag with just lone (laughs) burgers (laughs) single burgers patties cooked burger and hot dogs and just walk around the park with my friends eating just handfuls of burger it was the best that's amazing i'm pretty sure that's why i am the my weight right now (laughs) like i'm pretty sure like i'm just always gonna be that sodium intake is going to be the death of me, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I death and sodium intake are definitely go hand in hand, but it's delicious. I also <laughs> like I I love uh, the food there, and that always stood out to me. But like you said, it's kind of like like that show was a little. It wasn't necessarily for kids, and that's what I think made Knott's badass. It's like it's yeah. this. It's kind of a little more. Uh, it's not sleazy. It's just a little more dangerous. Feeling. Yeah, it, it's like. There's something about it that it didn't really care to uphold like the the uh, you know Disney sort of uh, reputation. It just kind of it was a little dirtier, yeah. a little you, you know yeah. You might see a gunslinger get punched out or yeah. You know and that's not even in the stage show. That's just yeah. happening that's in just, the park. Yeah, that's just <laughs> while you're waiting to get your burger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They would have they would have shootouts in the middle. Yeah. They would have like a whole thing, and you'd be like, oh my god. Um, they have this thing. Where I don't know if they still have it, but they would have this guy who said that he could catch bullets. And so he would go around and he would like start getting people, like getting cowboys to say, and again, it was a plant, but Uh he would say he could catch, and then they would shoot him and he would catch the bullet and stuff. And so that was pretty crazy. I always viewed it like it's like it was like hanging out with like your cool cousin. You know, it was like you got to see things or hear things that you might not usually get to see because you were a kid. Yeah. But they were, it wasn't like, where you were, they were like, when I was, when I worked there, that's when I kind of got to see like the seedier side of it. But when I was a kid and I went there, I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I felt so kick ass and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. 
Like the, the, the and um, you know, were there any rides that stood out to you? Did you like like that parachute drop? That that's Jumanji's me. Revenge was the big one for me. Oh yeah, yeah, or or Montezuma's Revenge. Oh, right? Mo- Mo- Montezuma. What did I say? Jumanji. I man. wish that that was a ride though. I wish probably... Montezuma's Revenge. Yeah. That was the one. Yeah. Oh yeah, that uh, I I remember the uh, yeah Kingdom of the Dinosaurs was my favorite. The animatronic dinosaurs. That was the one I got. So when I worked there. My one of my jobs was to sit in the little car behind people and make sure that they weren't making out or giving hand jobs. See, that's <laughs> hilarious because we had Keith carry on, and uh, the first time he received a hand job was on that ride. Yeah, and he's like, I can never live up to this again. Like, I literally <laughs> you know. was, I was pictured like a. Uh, 16 year old fat white girl sitting in the back going, please stop <laughs> to like a bunch of like, you know, like uh, cholas and, yeah. uh, and like just going to town on each other and, and just being like, please stop it. Please, please. Stop. That's amazing. So they didn't do it over like an intercom. You actually had to sit there. I had to sit there. Like a chaperone. Like they a- did it over the intercom, but it was happening at such a high rate that they were like, we need somebody on the inside. That's <laughs> hilarious. Cause I hear about that so much that that's, like that ride was known for that yeah and uh, like it, it's baffling it's so funny to hear the actual like firsthand accounts of, oh like, man yeah yeah it uh, was crazy you had people like full-on having sex like they would hide behind and that's when the intercoms would come because yeah, the people yeah. would get up and go out and they'd be like get back in the <laughs> <laughs> so i and then people would get and then my boss got mad at me because she's like people are still and i was like what do you want me to do like pull their hands apart <laughs> yeah. like i can't you know, i can't physically pry a woman's jaw away from a penis like i i can sit here and yell at them and i can be as much of a cock block as, as i possibly can but yeah, so that was one of my jobs was was that ride. Wow. So yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I and so yeah, when you started working there, you, you said you kind of discovered you saw like the uh, you kind of see behind the curtain a little bit. Yeah. Kind of. I was. That's the things I loved theme park so much that I, I would like. I imagined working there would be amazing. It would be this, but it's just like working at a toy store. It's completely yeah. different. It you is. Know? Yeah. yeah. You kind of get to see how the sausage is made. And yeah. like for me personally, like it was one of these where it was fun, but then it was also like there was a lot of like they, you know, you, you couldn't have fun. So you were there like a lot of, like I always was like, oh, it'll be cool because my friends can come and I can go on rides with them. But my friends want to come at like reasonable hours. <laughs> you know, they want to come at like two in the afternoon. They don't want to come at like eight o'clock at night yeah. when I get off. And I was like, come on, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> so like I sometimes they would hang out and I would be able to ride rides with them like right before the end of my shift. But if even if, but then that's like if I didn't have to work night night shift. And so, yeah, it was it wasn't like it was sort of just like watching other people have fun, which is which I learned was not something that I want to do. <laughs> and I want to be a part of the fun. Yeah. So yeah. Did you ever consider doing like the uh, acting, like the the getting involved in that? I did, but I was not like physically. I felt like I, I couldn't do any of that stuff because that was a lot of acrobatics. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. If you, if you, like, if I wanted to be a female thing, like, I had to, I would have to be in like a bustier or like a, like a dress or something. And I wasn't somebody who could wear that and, you know, make it look like I wasn't forced to wear it. You know, like, <laughs> anytime I put on a dress, I, 
I just, it makes, it looks like some, somebody somewhere in a far corner is somebody holding a gun to my dad <laughs> saying, you put this dress on or I'm blowing his brains. <laughs> and so I just, I feel like it wouldn't have looked good. And then the costumes, I always kind of felt like maybe I could wear a costume, but then I had the chance I worked on Scary Farm. Oh, I okay. I costumes there and then I realized I was really claustrophobic. Oh shit. Okay. So the, I was going to ask you about that. So how, how, how long did you work there? Like, uh, for not Sperry Farm, I worked there two summers and then not Scary Farm. I worked there two, two times. Oh, okay. And I stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Was that after you'd worked that just regular? Yeah. Or, oh, okay. I worked, so I worked in high school. I worked over the summer twice and then I stopped. And then I think like four years later, I got a job working at not Scary Farm. And then I did it again the following year. And then I just was like, I'm done. Was that, were you in UCB when you were doing that? I was the second, yeah, the last time I did oh, okay. it. Yeah, yeah. What was that like? Did you, yeah, what was that like? <laughs> the first time I did it, it was good. The first time I did it, I liked it because yeah. it was pretty chill, like the, the, the time that I did it before. The second time I did it, it was the worst because the people that um, were hired in the, the area, that because you get put in sections mm-hmm. normally, and so the people I was hired in the section that I was in um, were all fired. The Most of them were fired the first day because they brought alcohol to the, <laughs> <laughs> were caught bringing alcohol in and drinking. Just and, see a drunk Dracula. Or yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Really, yeah. Literally, yeah. Literally drunk Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> um, and uh, so I, I was like, I basically, they were like running around with their heads, cut, like a chicken with its head cut off because they had, they had you doing like every job. And it was like, you couldn't take breaks, you couldn't do this. And so eventually, I mean, I did the dickish thing of just like I said, I'm, I have to go to the bathroom and I just never came back because <laughs> I just was like, I'm done. Yeah, so. that sounds brutal. Like just constant. Uh, and I can't imagine because you got people that want to mess with you too. Yeah. Because you got like a lot of machismo guys that are like, I don't, I don't even know why they're there. Like they don't, they, yeah. they, they, like, they don't want to show that they're scared, but then they're at a, a Halloween thing and they're like, that didn't scare me, bro. Yeah, they just, it's, yeah, it's a yeah. lot of people messing with you and. You get a lot of like the, like, yo, what are you, why are you touching my girlfriend, bro? <laughs> And it's like, dude, like, I'm not, first off, I'm not touching your girlfriend. Secondly, like, I waved a hand in front of her face. I was also the worst scary person in the world because <laughs> I didn't want to get punched because people were getting punched left and right. Really? Like, oh, man. I didn't want to get punched. So I was very visible. Like, you're supposed to be like, you're supposed to hide in the shadows and then like come out. And I would literally just like saunter out and be like, I'm coming. All right. I'm here. <laughs> like I was like, so I wanted my presence to be known. Yeah. And, and then they'd be like, well, yo, why, why you, uh, why you, why are you talking to my girlfriend? Yo. And it's like, dude, really? Like, are you that, <laughs> like, do you have that low self-confidence i know yeah yeah he's afraid of goblins uh picking on his picking up his girlfriend i guess so, yeah yeah we had like a we had like a huge incident which was so funny to me but at the time those those belt buckles that had like the led screen do you oh, remember those yeah. where you could set you could have messages yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, I do. Um, those were like really popular. <laughs> and so we had this guy who was working. He was a he was supposed to be like a, a 
I forgot what it's called, but it's essentially like he's a blackout guy. So he's in the shadows making sure nobody's fighting the monsters, you know, <laughs> like he's making sure people, and he's also making sure people aren't having sex because at all times you have to make sure people aren't having sex and that's very far. And so he was like, he's supposed to be, but he had, so he's wearing all black, but he had the LED and it said, suck my dick on the LED. And so this woman is walking through, uh, no, this father's walking through with her, with his wife and his daughter. And he goes ape shit. And he's like, this guy wanted my daughter and my wife to suck his dick. It's like, I mean, in general, I think he just wanted everyone. Like, I think it was just like a general, like even you, sir. Like it was like, I think it was just a general command. Yeah. So it was, that was a big deal on that. Like they had to like shut down that little section because the guy was like threatening to call the police and all. It was like a whole thing. So that was when I was like, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that's the perfect cue for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was just like, I'm out. I'm Man, not doing this. That's crazy. And then, um, so, you know, growing up in Anaheim, you are like, you're in the shadows of, of Disneyland. Yeah. So did you, did you guys go there a lot or was it kind of, I went there a lot when I was a kid, um, uh-huh. when I was really, really little. Cause you let, you fall in love with it. Cause yeah. it's, it's, I mean, I will say this Disney is, a, they do a really great job of like making it fun and immersing you in that world. Yeah. 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 And so when I was a kid, and then you, I think you kind of fall into this oh, "fuck Disney" like yeah. attitude when you're a teenager, like a tween. You just kind yeah. of yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, I don't like the baby toys anymore. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You're Six like, Flags for me. Yeah, you go to Six Flags. I went to Six Flags a couple of times, threw up a bunch. Was like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, Six Flags is. Uh, I I appreciate it, and this is a theme park show. I don't want to lose my Six Flags fans. I do like it. But I can't do it anymore at all, really. I, I got to yeah. find the most geriatric, you know, <laughs> whatever the oldest, what, the kitty coaster, whatever they have. Yeah. Because it's just so extreme. Like I think I went there. The last time I went there was like, oh, I want to say maybe 10, 15 years ago. Uh-huh. So probably even before I met you. And I went on, I forgot what ride. I don't think it was Superman, but it was a ride that had just come out. Uh-huh. And I like never felt, I literally felt like my skeleton <laughs> had shifted. Like I felt like, you know how your skeleton is like, and it's supposed to be in the center of your body. Yeah. I felt like, okay, from now on, like my skeleton is one inch towards the right. Like I just thought, yeah. <laughs> like my whole body had moved. And I was like, I never want to ride roller coasters again. Yeah. That was the end for me. Yeah. Did So when you went to uh, Disneyland though, as a kid, uh, did you guys have passes at all or no? You just we did go? for a bit. We had passes and then we just stopped going. So, you know, your parents are like, I'm not paying for you yeah, guys yeah. not to go. And, uh, and then we went to, um, then we started going to knots and then we stopped going to knots. And then we, then like, cause California, you know, the temperatures, the weather's never really like terrible. So we would start going to a lot of water parks. So that oh, used yeah. to be our big thing was like water parks. Um, and then my cousins came down from, uh, Vietnam. They came down, I want to say in 2000, 2000, 2002 maybe 2000 2002 uh-huh. and um they were my uncle's my uncle's wife her brother's kids but they adopted them from vietnam 
Mm-hmm. And so we, they were, they were, my one cousin Tiffany was two and the other one was a baby. So we started taking them to Disneyland and we started taking them to Knott's and Knott's was a little too much. Like they were just like, this is a little, this <laughs> yeah. is a little like, yeah, they were, were like, I don't understand what's happening. But Disney they got, cause I think they were just, they're kids. So they've already seen the characters, yeah. you know? So Disney they got so they love Disney. So then you kind of fall in love with it again because you know I'm I'm a I'm taking these these girls who I love and you see just like their eyes light up when they meet a princess or yeah. you know. So it just was like this whole new understanding of Disney. Totally. Yeah, it's got yeah. like a re uh it's got like a uh re, it can like refuel itself in your life where like yeah. oh, I know. Yeah, it it finds a different purpose maybe it's it's a it yeah yeah disneyland is one of those places that can kind of go on forever really and yeah. uh like i they had a thing on disney plus the, the imagineer uh spe- there was like this special where it was talking about the imagineers and what they do and all the amazing rides that they've made over the years and they talk about uh tokyo disneyland and they talk about when that tsunami happened like eight years ago. And it's yeah. crazy because I didn't really think about it as much uh, culturally in other places. Because like you said, it just they do a good job. Like you feel you feel something, especially at Disneyland. It's just, just like I'm fucking I'm at Disneyland. This is magical, yeah. you know, and uh, and I forget like, you know, in Japan, they don't express themselves outwardly as much as as we do. So like they like cherish like their Disneyland and when that tsunami happened it was closed for a while but when they reopened it like you saw these people being emotional it was like this really touching thing to see because yeah. like to them it's a place that they could like let go and yeah and, and it's 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 a it's a beautiful thing like uh, all that you know whatever the capitalist systematic uh, <laughs> oppression of yeah all that aside like there's a magical element it to meant Disneyland. something to them yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, and, and Disneyland, especially if you grow up here, it's just, it's a part of like our culture. Like yeah. it's, you see it on the freeway, everyone's uncle worked there, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I have friends that I, that I just met that you, you get to know and they're like, oh yeah, we're my, my, um, you know, my uncle worked there when he was a kid and he, you know, and all that stuff. And so it's just like, it's just crazy to me that like, I, you know, I live like 10, 15 minutes away and like people that I never knew in my life, I have a tangential relationship because of Disneyland. So yeah. it's just, that's, yeah, it's always fun. I never, one of my regrets was that I, I wish that I would have maybe worked there instead of Knott's Berry Farm when I was a kid. <laughs> But I will say that I probably would have had the same experience, maybe even more, because, you know, I've heard that they're very, like, strict on their employees. Well, that's funny. I heard that, too, uh, uh, because I've had some people now that have worked at – I had one guy that worked at Knott's that was talking about how Knott's was more militant than Disney to him. So I don't know if it's like that. More like I feel like – I feel like more like a – in like not personality but just like attitude oh, okay. like i feel like in like disney from what i've heard like in it, experiences vary but i just remember like i had a boss who was like super like first off is the first job i ever had 
So I was very much like, I don't know what I'm doing here. You know, like, I don't know what, like, I remember one time distinctly being like, I don't want to stand anymore. So I just sat on the ground (laughs) and like, she was like, what the hell are you doing? Like, you're not staying, you're not sitting on the ground. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) And, but they were just like, you know, they would just yell at you a lot. They would basically just say like, you know, you're doing what we say you're going to do no matter what. They wouldn't give you breaks, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I feel like with Disney, Disney's very much a corporation that they're like, you will have your break. It will be exactly 15 minutes, you know? And so even though I feel like maybe they're the way they set it up is, is, is very, it's stru it's structured, but it's not militant. And I feel like militant kind of takes the care out of it. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, that's the only reason why I kind of wish I worked at Disney because I feel like people, friends that I know, that worked at Disney were always complaining about how difficult it was, but they still were like hanging out at Disney afterwards. Yeah, it you know, didn't, it didn't take the uh, magic away from yeah. it. Plus there's so many different departments and things and it, it, you know, it's a, it's a huge place, but uh, yeah. When, when, uh, so have you been back to Disneyland recently? I haven't been back to Disney. I actually went to Knott's Berry Farm recently. Oh, cool. With a friend of mine. My friend Joe, we were like, he lives in Diamond Bar, but he, he had grown up in Diamond Bar, but he would go to Knott's Berry Farm sometimes. Yeah. And he he's like, I want to say 10 years older than me, so he remembers it a lot differently than I did. Back when they actually but had actually, uh, yeah, the Civil War yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was during the Depression, and he was like, you know, we had to essentially fight in order to get in. Like, yeah. you had to, like, each family fought to the death. Um, And so, uh, no, he was like, they had, like, burlesque shows and stuff. And I was like, that's insane. Yeah. Like, and so, just to me, I think it's it's funnier. Also, like... It's funny to think, but it's really true that like not that long ago, most of what we see was all orange groves. Like yeah. it was all orange groves. And so it's just funny, like where he's like, yeah, that whole area was orange groves. <laughs> like, like yeah. so, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. I mean, uh, yeah, th- there's some funny footage of when they're building Disneyland and it's, yeah, it's orange groves and it's just so weird to think of a time before that, but it wasn't that long ago. No. Like in Chino, where I grew up, Chino Hills, uh, was a, you know, a dairy, uh, 20 years ago. Now it's like a, you know, there's like LA traffic and a Chipotle and it's, you know, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, no, it still looks like a Mario brothers level still has some character, but, uh, yeah, I haven't gone. I want to go to Disneyland. Um, no, I will say I went last year in January with my girlfriend. It was Uh pouring down rain. Oh. But it was great because there wasn't a lot of line. Yeah. So my my friend, uh, my girlfriend and I, we pretty much. I mean, I think the longest we had to wait was like twenty minutes for oh, a ride. That's the best. Yeah. Th- so that's awesome. Yeah. Rainy days at Disneyland is like the secret. It's like, yeah, the best. It's one of the best times to go because you could just get on everything. I mean, was it? And it was January. Oh man. Yeah. It's like shooting fish in a a rainy day at Disneyland barrel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The. Uh, the, the funny thing about that is one time I went on a rainy day, I'm like, oh, this is great. But it was like the biggest storm in 20 years or something in California. And they had to close it down. I remember I heard like there's sirens that I never heard before at Disneyland. It was like, 
all right, get the fuck out. It was, yeah, I, I think they swore too. It was very, uh, yeah, it was, it felt like the end of the world. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. were like, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. By here, I mean anywhere at this park. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was a lot of walking, but it's one of those things where I, I have a friend of mine who's, uh, currently, he goes to knots a lot cause he's like, it's good exercise. Cause you walk around and you oh, don't realize yeah. it. And I felt like that at knots, but I felt like that a lot at Disney Oh, totally. where you're like, you don't realize like I had that right at that time I had just gotten the Apple watch uh-huh. and we walked like 12 miles that day. <laughs> like it was crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. I, yeah. I've done that. The steps thing where you could see, yeah, it's, I think I've walked like, yeah, 4,000 steps or something. I don't especially with that new there's a new ride there the new star wars ride and it's like an all-day excursion and yeah that i think we did like yeah 17 miles that day i don't know it's 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 crazy but yeah it's kind of funny you don't think about that uh because you just think about like the funnel cakes and all that but you're you're doing a lot of walking yeah yeah and the food is really good there too yeah too i didn't i was upset i didn't eat anything at no when i went to knots because i stupidly had food before I went to Knott's. And then I was like, oh, I'm not hungry. So yeah. I didn't have their chicken. But I remember my girlfriend and I made food. And then we brought it to Disney. And then we just ended up eating food at Disney. Because it's just like the smells just oh, attack yeah. you. Yeah. Would so, you, do you guys have like the clam chowder bowls? The clam or? chowder? Yeah. We had a tuna melt. Really? Oh, my God. It was the best. I forgot where it was, but it was the best tuna melt. It was like right at the beginning of the park too it was like this diner and oh. it was like it was probably the best tuna melt i've ever had in my entire life and i was like this is i would come i would get a season pass just, just for the eat, tuna melt just eat the tuna melt yeah so and i also realized when i was at disney i don't know what like what is your like what is your idea of a good ride because for me i feel like a good ride for me isn't like the velocity or the speed it's the story oh totally yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big Fantasyland person. Yeah, like, I love the stories. I love like that's one of the things that's incredible to me is like they put you in these store these cartoons and things. It, it it's like it put you in the movies. And for me, that that that's like the the magic. I mean, also there's there's a lot of different things. The what what it does in the ride, like the uh, like Splash Mountain is one of my favorites. And it's because I love Splash Mountain. Yeah, it's because it's based off a racist film. But yes. no, <laughs> but I mean, I do I do enjoy that ride. It's an amazing ride, and it, it's uh. But but yeah, like Fantasyland to me, actually, my I think the honestly the Cars ride kind of has this combo of all these. It's like an e ticket like. You, you kind of have the race at the end. It speeds up, but it's not too fast. It's not yeah. too crazy. Like, to me, that's like an ultimate Disneyland ride because it's got the story. It's got the amazing animatronics. I mean, they're fucking jaw-dropping now. Like, they're yeah. crazy. And, yeah, I think that, to me, is like the ultimate Disneyland ride. Actually, in uh, Florida, I went recently and got the coronavirus. No, they uh, – <laughs> I'll get that here, apparently. But, no, in Florida, they have the uh, Snow White Minecart ride. Really? And holy smokes! It is that one's amazing too because it's a Fantasyland ride, but it's a it's a roller coaster, but it's so smooth. It's similar to Cars to yeah, it's so cool. And I went to Disney World once. Oh, did you? Yeah. What? How old are you? Uh, I want to say like twelve. Oh, yeah. okay, that's I cool. Was, that was crazy. I mean, like we were there for three days, and the first day we stupidly spent most of the time in Epcot Center, uh-huh. and then I remember thinking, like, we just wasted a day, like <laughs> especially at that age. Because yeah. like, now I appreciate, like, I see, 
I like I enjoy Epcot. Yeah. Because like I'm old now. No, but yeah. I I do I do get. It. But yeah, as a kid, I'd be like, "Fuck, what did we do?" Yeah. 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 It's, but it's you like, get like you get like held up there. Epcot Center is alluring. Like I'm not yes. saying it wasn't like. Yeah, yeah. But it's just one of those things where you get held up, and then you're like. Oh, now we have so much more to do. Yeah. And we wasted a day at Epcot Center. Did and you... so, yeah, it was, I loved it. It was great. There's a photo somewhere, I should look for it, of we're, we're doing the, the uh, tower one where you just go up and then you just slam down. Oh, tower of Terror. Tower of Terror. Yeah. And my brother is this tiny, tiny little baby boy. And he, we're twins, but he's like, he like looks like an exoskeleton that I pooped out. <laughs> like he's just so skinny. And he, like, didn't, like, he somehow slid underneath the rail. So oh, when we crap. got up to the top, he was out of his seat. Like, he was out of his thing. <laughs> and my aunt is, it, my aunt and I are bigger people. And my aunt was sitting right next to him. And my aunt goes, Lori, push into me. And so my aunt took my brother and just shoved him into the side of the rail and just kept him there as we were going down. So just the force of her body was shoving him into the <laughs> side of the rail. <laughs> and like, hold, yeah, holding on. And so you just see my aunt just holding him as uh, like, uh, we're falling down. That is, is amazing. so terrifying. That is crazy. That yeah. is fucking crazy. Yeah. That's, dude. That's not, did they give you a free churro or anything? No. <laughs> or your aunt like a hero uh, pass? She was the hero of the week. Yeah, no. wow. No, she no, they were just like, oh, cool photo. Like that's it. That's all. Well, yeah. yeah. That's neat. She held your uh, yeah, brother from didn't being let, killed. Yeah, she uh, let your brother die. Way to go. <laughs> Anyways, the photo will be thirty seven dollars. That's ridiculous. That's amazing. No, I'm, yeah. I'm glad your brother is not dead. Yeah, uh, me too. Yeah. I know this would be a completely different <laughs> yeah, yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah, Lori's brother died uh, at then, amusement park. This is perfect. I uh, just tell this joyful story and then I'm like, and then he died. <laughs> Um, but I'm fine. I've moved and, uh, on. Yeah, and you almost like forgot to bring up how you went to Disney World, anyways, or you didn't really mention yeah. it. That'd be hilarious. I mean, in a very dark, sadistic yes. way. <laughs> that it's like the oh, and he's dead. I'm like, wait, what? What? Where did hot what? Huh? Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, and and you guys did uh, you did Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Did, like the the funny thing is a lot of people that uh, shun off. The differences between Disney World, like, oh, it's the same thing. I mean, obviously, they, they're not, like, fans no. of Disneyland. But, like, did did it's it like trip you California out? California Adventures and Disneyland Park are the same thing. Yeah. It's not the same. I honestly feel like California Adventures is just a ripoff of Knott's Berry Farm, in my opinion. <laughs> it it kind of is. Have you, been, have you been there recently? Not not I went there once and I was like, this is kind of like Knott's Berry Farm. And then I was like, eh. Yeah. And it, then I haven't gone. But I know people who legitimately love California Adventure. Yeah. It's yeah. grown to be like one of my favorites. It, at first it was, it was an abomination. It was like yeah. pretty bad. It was, yeah. The Superstar Limousine ride, which is known to be the worst ride. Like yeah. one of the worst rides ever where it had like, rubber face Joan Rivers look like the Genesis video that give you nightmares where it's like these rubber puppets yeah and Jackie Chan and Drew Carey were on it and it was like a ABC it was yeah it was yeah. just a random like 2001 celebrity generator like it was really it was a weird yeah, yeah. weird weird creepy ride uh, but that was like one of the only rides there that and the and yeah it was a, a strange place uh one of the Imagineers I know said that uh 
he missed the old parking lot over that whole amusement park. Like, and, but like now it's really, I think they've done a lot to it now though. Well, that's good. To try to, they try to undo, it's like, yeah. They try to beef it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It definitely can kind of, it could stand on its own maybe. I mean, they're about to have the Avengers uh, campus, which will probably uh, add to it. But yeah, it's it's grown a lot for sure. Um, I love, uh, they, have, they have a giant cookie there for the Incredibles ride. Uh, that Jack Jack cookie, uh, I enjoy it. Um, I think I'm going to get that now. I'm going to skip going anywhere tonight and just go to Disneyland right now by myself and eat a cookie. You should, uh, yeah. <laughs> just abandon everything else yeah. I have to do. Gosh, uh, I'm hungry. I think. I think this this podcast always turns into me being hungry. But uh, I. It's 4:09. Do you have time? Oh, or? yeah. I actually. Okay. I want to. I want to. Um, I have a few questions for you. This is this is getting to the end of the pod here, so okay. I thought uh, I would uh, ask you these theme park facts or fiction. Okay. Um, and a quiz called theme park facts or fiction. Okay. Okay. So these are three uh, factoids I'm going to give you, and you tell me which one you believe is false. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to read them off. The first one. When the original Tomorrowland opened in 1955 at Disneyland, the world of tomorrow was supposed to be depicting 1986. All right, that's the first one. That's the first one. False, true or false? Yeah. I'm going to say false because I feel like they wouldn't pick such a specific, like they would say 1990s or something. Okay, so well, there's there's three of these. So okay, the, all right, all right, for sure. All right, so this is the second factoid. Uh, holy, oh, that is a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh so- no, no, no. It's uh, it may be false too. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna give you three. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, oh, okay, okay, okay. It's right. Uh, all right. So this is the second one. Holy Land, the re- the religious theme park located in Orlando, Florida, has a crucifixion show every day at noon. It's a high octane thrill ride, <laughs> much like Universal Studios' long running Water World, where you want to avoid the first couple rows, or you may get splashed with the blood of Christ. It features <laughs> the cele- blood of Christ. It features oh. celebrity performers as featured in CSI Las Vegas and Power Rangers Dino Rangers. French Stewart came out of retirement to play Christ for the 2014-2015 seasons. Well, okay, Christ. you never know. You know, sometimes reality is stranger than fiction. So I'm gonna say that's a good contender. Okay. <laughs> so what's the third one? The third one is uh, shortly after Disneyland opened in 1955, a restaurant there created Doritos in an effort to prevent food waste by just tossing out unusual tortillas and adding spice to them. So yeah, which one do you feel is false out of those three? <laughs> Oh man, I mean, I you know what? I'm gonna say, I do, I want the Florida one to be real, so I'm not gonna say it's false. I'm gonna say the Doritos one is false. Okay, well, well, uh, the 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 Doritos one did happen. What? The, yeah, it was made in Disneyland. The Doritos came from Disneyland. It's oh, weird. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, and then, uh, the uh, 1986 is the year that they the 
So apparently we were born in the future, according that to Disneyland. The, now that the was future, the, the yeah. furthest point that yeah. they could think of. Yeah, 31 years in the future they made. Oh my God, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the year is 1986. They'll be flying cars and Richard Nixon will be president still. And No, I don't know. And we'll all be dead in 1990. <laughs> yeah. No, the, uh, yeah, so... The the false one is Holy Land, but this is, but I kind of I, it was not. That I, I knew it was going to be false, but I was like, I want it to be real. I want it to be real. I too. want French Stewart to really be Jesus spewing blood on people. <laughs> well, the uh, it is a real show. They have a crucifixion show, but okay. it's not it's not a high octane thrill ride like Waterworld and <laughs> French Stewart. Unfortunately, has not come back to. He's too busy with the mom production. He's oh, on, yeah. He's on that show, Mom. Yeah. Heck so. yeah. But, oh, uh, you know, uh, we can dream. So. I would love it if it was a like a comedy show. People are like, you ever see the crucifixion? It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it'll happen someday. Yeah. Uh, well, it's Florida. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I, uh, I, I had asked you... Um, if there was any dream ride, like a ride that you would like to see, like yourself, is there any ride you would want to go on if you if it could, oh. doesn't exist? You know, I honestly, I was trying to think of it, and I feel like, well, first off, I don't know how, but I would love to do a Mad Max like Fury Road. Oh, that's so awesome! Like the like the van or the tanker or something. Yeah, I don't know how you would get that to work because a lot of it is like what's happening outside the. Yeah. But I feel like if they can do Indiana Jones, they can do Mad Max. That would be cool. Yeah. But I think it would be cool. I would love it if. The other thing I thought of was I would love it if, if like heaven or like the entry to he- if there is a, a heaven if it's just like a a roller coaster ride where you're just like kind of going through the story of your life mm-hmm. and like just like essentially answering all the questions you might have oh. you could just like see like oh that's what happened there you know or like seeing or I'm just now spitballing off of my own thing <laughs> but seeing what your life would have been like if you had made other choices oh wow That'd be like regret the ride, I guess. Yes, yeah, that would be hell. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, would be yeah. hell, and then heaven would be like your own life, and then hell would be like you. You would have been so much funnier, like <laughs> if you had just done this. You would that's, have been skinnier early, you know. That's, so. Oh man, that's interesting. Those I like that. I like those ideas. But and, mainly uh, Mad Max. <laughs> yeah, that's badass though. I like yeah, Mad Max would make a great ride, and. Uh, you know, hopefully uh, Robert Downey Jr. will be playing Mad Max or oh. Jesus uh, someday. I would love it if he played Jesus. Yeah, I, I think he already is. Um, <laughs> him and Keanu Reeves. Well, he definitely thinks he is. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's been <laughs> shouting it outside my house for the last better part of a day. So. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm glad you could do this. Thanks yeah. for uh, being on the Robert Land. Heck yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well. Thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, what's the name of your podcast, by the way? Oh, uh, I have a my podcast is called Bloody Podcast. It's about uh, terrible women in history and folklore. Oh, that's great! It's like a female centric look at crime. So we only do females, but we talk about it's like all crime and and stuff and and folklore. We talk about myths and legends as well. Oh, nice! And uh, we have we usually uh, have a guest on, mm-hmm. um, and then yeah, that's it. Oh, that's so awesome. You heck can check yeah. us out anywhere you get podcasts. So. Uh, heck yeah. Well, thank you, Lori, and thank you guys. Uh, Terminé seis sendados, por favor. 
Well, I hope you guys enjoyed me and Miss Lori. I know I did. <laughs> Man, I'm excited. We're going to end the show on a fun note with our friends in Undercover Monsters with their song, Lodi Dodi, which you may have heard by Snoop Dogg, Slick Dogg, Dougie Fresh, Sloopity Doopity Doo, Slick Dick, Slick Rick. Uh, you know what? This is their version, their interpretation, and it is in the spirit of the OG, and it is Fungi. All right? <laughs> Not to be confused with fungi. Um, or come from some young guy, which is my favorite dish. Enjoy Undercover Monsters with Lodi Dodi. And thanks for listening. Bloody <laughs> daddy, we like to party. We don't cause trouble. We don't bother nobody. Cause we're just some kids who rock the mic right. When we rock the mic right, we rock the mic right. Bloody daddy, we like to party. Don't cause trouble. We don't bother nobody. Cause we're just some kids who rock the mic right. When we rock the mic right. Rock the mic.